Hey, welcome to Playing for Keeps, the show where we take a deep dive into emotional intelligence, sex, love, adult attachment theory, mental health, therapy, and everything in between that creates great relationships. Your host, DJ, is a certified life coach and emotional intelligence practitioner. She's here to be of service to all the listeners interested in love and relationship. Now, here's your host, DJ. Hey, everybody, it's your girl DJ with Plan for Keeps podcast coming at you with Meme Monday. I have a meme I would like to share to paint a picture to why I feel the majority of us move the way we do in relationships that are considered insecurely attached. This episode was inspired by my last interview with movement specialist and relationship blogger Janice Isaman. Shout out to her. You can find her articles on Elephant Journal. I'll provide a link to that in the show notes. But before I get into Meme Monday, I just wanted to chat for a second. Um, So I'm hoping you guys are doing great, especially since supposedly there's a light at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic. Um, I know they're administering vaccines and stuff. I'm still on the fence on whether I'm going to get one or not. I know a lot of people are probably angry at that statement, but I'm, I'm not sure. I know um, a lot of people that I know who have gotten it only have said that they've had a little bit of pain in their arm, but nothing Tylenol can't fix. But I don't know. They just, they created it way too quickly for me. And I'm just, I'm not sure. So um, I know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic. So that is very exciting. Um, we also have some exciting things going on over here as well. So I know for the last year or so, I've been on and off talking about a dating app that I've had in development. So the first development team that I was working with wasn't the best. I'll put it that way to be nice, but I'm currently working with a new development team and the app that I've been speaking of will be ready for launch by this June. So um, this will be the last episode until the summer, probably June or July. So I'm super excited to present this dating app to the world. Um, I truly believe emotional intelligence, love language, attachment theory, sexual compatibility, and all things relationship are important factors in getting to know someone on a deeper level. And my dating app will introduce these concepts in a fun way, along with this podcast. So I'm super geeked. Things are moving forward and now moving forward fairly quickly. So again, this will be the last episode for season two. So I will be back in probably June. And in the meantime, I'll be focusing on pushing the app, plan for keeps, and connecting with life, dating coaches, um, therapists, psychotherapists, um, to bring more deeper content about dating, love, and relationships. And I also want to connect with people all around the world who would like to come on and share their funny or crazy dating stories. So you guys stay tuned for that. I truly appreciate all of the listeners who have been tuning in every week. 
if you would like to come on or even just reach out to me, um, feel free to reach out to me on P4K Podcasts on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email me at info at P, the number four, K, dating.com. Um, we would love to hear from you. So to move on to Meme Monday, I read this meme on the last week's podcast and wanted to talk about it more in depth on this podcast today. So the meme reads, our brains are wired for connection, but trauma rewires them for protection. Our brains are wired for connection, but trauma rewires them for our protection. That's why healthy relationships are so hard for wounded people. So neuroscience suggests that we are neurologically wired to connect with others. Mirror neurons in our brains are stimulated when we're interacting with other people. Literally, when you are talking to someone, pathways in your brain light up to mirror the emotions and behaviors that this other person is conveying. We are hardwired to interact and connect with others, but we are in constant conflict with how we are biologically designed in fear of getting hurt. So we do things that may come off toxic or do things that may push another individual away, but in reality, we want them closer. Our conscious wants to achieve one thing, but our subconscious wants to protect us and will have you doing the total opposite to get an underlying need met that you may not be aware of. And when your subconscious and conscious mind aren't on the same playing field, plans tend to go left really quickly, especially when you're dealing with other people who may also have their own set of traumas and tactics to protect themselves as well. I can give you an example of a friend of mine in the past. She was seeing this guy and from our conversations, it was going amazing. They had a lot in common. They shared similar interests like music, the arts, They were in similar careers. They talked on the phone. They hung out. All of that good stuff. As time went on, I would say maybe about a month or so into them dating, she's over his house. And the conversation came up of them being serious, like, I guess, inclusive, like just him and her and and being serious. And his reply was something to the effect of, I'm not talking to anyone else, but I'm not sure about that right now. Something to that effect. She didn't catch it right then and there, but it angered her and she automatically felt rejected. So she kind of copped an attitude and she left. I don't remember exactly what she said to him, but she made it clear she was leaving he kept asking her if she was okay. And she kind of just stormed out of there. After thinking it over and talking it out, she was like, damn, I could have handled that better because she felt like he was a cool guy. She enjoyed his company and he really didn't do anything wrong per se. He just didn't fully give her the answer she wanted. So after the fact, she attempted to get in contact with him and he was unresponsive for a few days. He eventually wrote back and explained something about him having to take his son to another state to see his mom's side of the family, 
which he told her previously, but after that communication changed and things fizzled out. Now we could say, yeah, she dodged a bullet and he clearly didn't want what she wanted. So good for her. It worked out, which may be very true. I won't knock that at all. That could be very true. But the way she personally felt rejected and attacked by him saying, you're the only person I'm talking to, but right now I want to take things slow or whatever he said, shouldn't have caused her to become so angry that she stormed out of his apartment with an attitude and was unable to communicate how she felt. He said that and that was it only to reflect later on that she didn't want it to end like that and felt that she could have talked to him further. But again, because our brains are wired for connection, but our traumas rewire our brain for protection, she felt she had to protect herself by not going deeper and leaving. And, and sometimes when one person is willing to go deeper, the other will. And if they don't, then in my opinion, you know for sure that person is not your person and that shit is okay. <laughs> like I also know that this is easier said than done, but it will definitely eliminate any second guessing being open, being honest, not conforming to what society thinks is too slow or too fast for you and another person will definitely benefit us in the long run. I have another friend also who <laughs> she checks guys Instagram profiles out after an initial conversation. And if he's connected to too many females, in her opinion, she automatically will stop talking to the guy like that is an automatic turnoff for her. He could be working in an industry where that's just what it is. And she will still be like, hell no. But hers, like, he already connected to all of these women. How am I supposed to stick out? Which is a fair question. Um, I know for myself in the past, with my experience in a situation like that, I was going to make myself stick out. But it cost me a lot. It cost me myself, my identity, my self-worth in a lot of situations. A lot of my little T traumas from childhood stunted my growth and expressing my feelings. And as a kid, I stuck out by being resourceful or coming off as the more responsible one. So I played that role, which built me up to be a great adult, per se, you know, adulting in life. But it came out in wild ways in relationships because of the men I was attracted to. So I had to learn not only am I the prize, but I must see whoever I'm dealing with as the prize. He must also see me as the prize. We're all the prize and we must see our loved ones in that way. And from there, respect will flow. If we have confidence in ourselves and in what we want, we can express that to our partners. So communication will flow. And we all can start meeting each other at a better place when we know and love ourselves on a deeper level and are willing to share that with others. Relationships, whether it's platonic, professional, or romantic, will also flourish. 
being able to communicate our needs and not being afraid to do so. And if a person rejects you with you being fully honest and authentically being yourself, then that person is not for you. And that shit is okay. So problems that starts from a lack of communication. So the problems that we have, let me say, with dating and relationships, it starts with communication. Like the love-hate relationship us human beings have with online dating can change if we do the work within ourselves first and then connect with people who are willing to do the work or find people who are already doing the work. So I want to close this episode with a quote from Jan Hari. The quote reads, the opposite of the addiction is not sobriety. It is human connection. I hope that this episode was helpful to you guys. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at P4K Podcast or email me at info at P, the number four, kdating.com. Y'all stay tuned for the new dating app, Plan for Keeps, coming out this June. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. If you like this podcast, please download and subscribe. If there's anything you would like to talk about in regards to relationships or would like to be a guest on the show to speak on relationships or get advice, you can always connect via social media at Playing for Keeps or email DJ at info at P, the number four, K, dating.com. Thank you for tuning in and bye for now. Stay tuned. The dating app Playing for Keeps will be launching this June.